Listener Production. Our dirty little secret of two tasty Pop-Tarts of joy that nobody talks about. Shh. If too many people listen, they may have to become grown-ups. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Been chatting to a few people who have been up in that Byron Ballina area recently. It's rough, bro. Yeah. Our heart goes out to everyone in there. It's such a wide part of the state. Absolutely decimated by these floods. The mud, the unsanitary nature of the That's it. Water. I saw Paces, music producer Paces. He was like, oh, just help anyone. Just drive mm. past and say, do you need any help? And they'll say yes, because mm. he said you'll need about a litre of hand sanitizer because it is just disgusting. I was hearing someone who said that they had to abandon their house, yep. right? Kayak with their toddlers down their street. At one point, they were like, where are all the lights coming from underneath us? And it was cars with their headlights and car alarms going off underneath the water as they kayak out to shelter. I heard about a a family having to sleep on their roofs because no one knew that they were there. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, people saying, change your voicemail in case you get trapped so that if people call you, they hear, hey, I'm on a roof at this address, please send help. Yeah, I've been seeing the people in the area doing so much good work and, yeah, try and support where you can, but... Yeah, you get a sense of the frustrations and watching that video of the guy driving past a line of Defence Force people getting filmed, taking rubbish out of the back of a trailer and putting it on the ground. They're like, why are you filming your PR videos during this catastrophe? If you want a photo opportunity, do it when you're not needed. Actually help today. And then do it later. So it's, oh man, I can only imagine the frustrations and the heartache that's being suffered there. So yeah, sending you all the best if you're out there, if you are helping. If you're not on the ground or can't get there, you know, financial help is, is also good. And it's a difficult one for us, Matt. You know, obviously we want to cover these things as well, but giving someone, people a, a break from, a mental break from these things, we do try and um, lift the spirits as well by coming up with some uh, suitably Ridiculous content. Yeah, that's right. So let's jump straight into it, hey? A little silly story from something that happened to me a couple of days ago. We also promised you funny guests, and Nick Cody's joining us later on to um, check in from Adelaide. Should be fun times. Yeah, let's jump in. It's Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. One of the things that's changed in COVID, Alex Dyson, is auditioning. Right, in the old acting career. I mean, you know, back in the day, it would be very much like you see in the movies, you know, Mm -hmm. a room full of nervous people all, you know, shaking their feet, Mm. tapping their heels as they uh, nervously await to be called in. And then a hotshot director would say, uh, Matt, and then you'd come in and, you know, shake hands and go, oh, hello, and then come in. And uh, Well, I saw a good TikTok about that of George Clooney never got a gig at an audition because he was like that super nervous walking in until he realised instead of the audition being the solution to his problem, i.e. having no work, he was like, well, I'm the solution to their problem, which is they need an actor. Yes, that's exactly it. It's a weird thing, auditioning, because really you're doing a job interview every single time. Yep. And every single time you would go into it, you're like, please choose me. Like, I really desperately <laughs> want this work, you know, if, yeah. if you're a you know, broke actor. And it's exactly right. You actually don't realise until you're on the other side, and I've had to cast my own show, 
as the person on the other side, you're like, gosh, we need an actor. We need someone to fit this role. Um, and yeah. like, it, and it's nothing against the person who's coming in. If, you, if they mm. don't work, like when you do an audition, you don't get the role, you think, oh, everyone's thinking, oh, you suck. This person suck. Why would they even bother trying out for yeah. this role? But every time you just go, oh, no, that person wasn't right. They're fine. It's got nothing to do with them. It's just we're looking for a specific thing and we haven't found it yet. Same for every job interview probably. I remember my very first audition, the guy opposite me was a friend of mine. What, who was casting the stuff? No, no, he like there's, there's what's called a reader. So ah, the yes. reader is like, you know, the person opposite you, they sort of stand off camera mm-hmm. and they read the lines of the other characters and stuff. And I remember coming up to him, this is my very first audition and he was what like- What was it for? Do you remember? Um, it was for this movie uh, filmed on the Gold Coast about like some sort of river rapids kind of thing. Like, and it was about like a group of young people that were in it. And River um, Rapids. River Rapid High. <laughs> I did, uh, you know, I think it went straight to the VHS section. Was it like a pun? Was it like a rap crew who also really loved... Um, <laughs> river Rapids. No. Canoeing down... Uh, <laughs> But, Tumultuous um, waters. But I remember going to the guy, you know, my mate who was the reader opposite, I remember saying, how did I go? Mm. And he said, man, there was one point where I had to hold in all my laughter because your heart was clearly beating so hard. I could see a vein in your neck pulsing. <laughs> and I was like, that is not good. I did not get that role. Thank you very much, friend. I was so nervous. Anyways, now you just do it by yourself. You record it in your room or whatever mm-hmm. and, you know, you take as many takes as you want, you get it right and then you send it off to people. And it's kind of, you know, all the personality of it is removed, mm-hmm. but it's better for the actor. Yep. So I did one and I was playing around with a few different looks. Whacked on these bad boys, okay? Okay, we've got some uh, fake glasses Matt's just put on his face. Fake glasses. You might have seen me, um, you know, acting a fool as Maddie Potter (laughs) on my TikToks. But anyways, (laughs) got the little black-rimmed glasses, okay? No lenses. They're empty. And they're broken. Oh, yeah. But they worked for the audition. And what was the audition for? What character were you trying to play? Um, A nerd. So I just went full stereotype. <laughs> we all know. We all know. Uh, being short, near or far-sighted makes you a nerd. <laughs> well, I mean, we also know that any nerd. I mean, if you're a nerd and you're not wearing glasses, then you're a superhero. All right, like that's it. Like you, you have to wear the glasses. Otherwise, it's obvious that you will save people's lives. So, yeah, I went with the nerd angle of glasses, and um, yeah. I forgot to take the glasses off. So I'm going to pick up Sophia from daycare and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, something's not right here. <laughs> then I realised I've walked through town, I've gotten on the bus, I'm at the daycare. I'm wearing broken glasses with no lenses Broken in them. lensless glasses walking around. <laughs> yeah, the whole time. Now this Until is two co-hosts <laughs> now that I've had glasses that weren't performing any task because Tom Ballard <laughs> went through a month on Triple J Breakfast where he just wanted to change up his look so he bought some <laughs> thick-rimmed glasses with just, you know, plain glass to look just through. Just glass in the yeah. lens. <laughs> And then after a month, he's like, well, this isn't working. <laughs> yeah, well, we did chuck out the question, what have you forgotten you were wearing something? Carly's sent us a message. Yes, Carly says, I know I'm tired when I get in the shower with my glasses still on. So luckily I didn't go all the way to the shower level with my glasses. Ren, I always look for AirPods, which are in my ears, and my mum always looks for glasses already on her face, uh, yeah, which is tough. Yeah, glasses will get you. 
Um, Dance to your own beat says a midwife visited our house to help with breastfeeding. I forgot I wasn't covered up when I walked outside the house to farewell her. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, I mean, there should be a, you know, breastfeeding such a natural thing. You should be able to do it anywhere you want, but it's probably like the same as like the further you get from the beach, you know, you start putting your clothes back on. I'm sure there is a, you know, a grace period. The further you period. get from the baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the baby kind of has to be in reach, otherwise you're no longer breastfeeding. Like you're, you're just nude. <laughs> so that's it. Well, Cohen has also given us a call. G'day, Cohen. Hey, fellas. How are you? Good. Thanks, Cohen. Now, you forgot something. You were wearing something on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yep. Me and me, mate, we parked our uh, utes at trade school for the next day, then went out on the town for St Putty's night, and we could just get a taxi straight to trade school, sleep in our ute, wake up 8am, walk straight into class. Oh, you beauty. Strategic thinking, good stuff. And if they say you don't learn anything at trade school, then there's a wrong right there, okay? You you really nailed something. When the apprentice becomes the master. (laughs) (laughs) So what were you wearing then? Um, Well, well, mate's face was painted fully green and then I had an Irish flag and a four-leaf clover for the first probably hour of trade school and had no idea. What, on your face? <laughs> on my face, yeah. Oh, amazing stuff. Well, thank you very much, Cohen. And uh, I'm assuming, you, you know, at the end of your course, you graduated with flying colours, preferably green. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure. That's amazing. Right, Thanks, Cohen. Cohen. Thanks, fellas. See ya. wine and everything about it. Are you into wine? I love wine. All right, it's time for the segment where we find out whether fact is stranger than fiction or fact is lamer than fiction. Uh, When Matt O'Kine brings in a piece of information for... You've been uh, trawling the uh, encyclopedias this week, Matt, to try and get us all thinking about the world and our place in it? Well, I mean, you know, we spoke to David Pocock yesterday, so I thought I could go the political angle. Mind-blowing political fact. Yeah, but I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to make it a political week, Alex Dyson, so I thought sure. I'd go for something a little bit more practical for our listeners, all right? Mm-hmm. So I saw this one from a user, Alison Tate, on Twitter, okay? She's an author and podcast host, okay? Now, at uh, Al Tate said, and I quote, I don't know who needs to read this right now, but if you put a clean, dry towel in the dryer with your wet washing, it will cut up to one hour from the drying time. Now, Alison Tate is very adamant about this being a fact. Uh, I haven't tried it yet, but I thought, hmm, that could be useful to know. Uh, Oh, come on. So... So does the towel get wet? I think it just somehow soaks up a bit of the moisture but then also dries itself. I don't know what happens. Well, I'm groaning because, you know, another way to phrase that fact is that towels dry things and that's not the most (laughs) mind-blowing statement (laughs) that the world has ever 
<laughs> received. So look, I'll give it that. But I'll give it a go at home, but maybe my mind will be blown when it comes. Yeah, okay. In. Next time, maybe. I mean, all this wet weather that we've had, uh, I thought oh. maybe it might be useful. Yeah, goodness me. Well, uh, we also like your mind blowing facts. So please text them through to us on the DMs, Matt.Alex on Instagram, just as Jacinta has done. Hey guys, I recently found out that the white part of the box on front of the shapes is the shape of the shape inside. And my mind was completely blown into brain shapes. Mind alone. I remember the first yeah. time I found that out and I could relate to that feeling that you had there, Jacinta. I am looking at it right now on Google and, yeah, not wrong. The purple pizza impressive. shapes is that sort of diamondy kind of colour, the barbecue. Well, the savoury one, the that's the one that really stands out because the pizza and the barbecue kind of have similar-ish mm. shapes, but, yeah, no, the savoury and the chicken crimpy, clear <laughs> as day. Can't believe I did not know that. <laughs> so there you All go. Right. Get through your facts to your boys on our Instagram, matt.and.alex, and we'll catch you uh, next week for another mind-blowing fact or two. All right, Alex Dyson, it's time to join our next guest for Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. It's Mr. Nick Cody. How are you? G'day, g'day. How are we? Really well, Nick. It's very nice to catch up with you live from Adelaide. And it's, oh, yeah. I, it's I want to check in with you to make sure everything's okay because I'm just realising that it was the Super Bowl a couple of weeks ago and um, mm. I've, I'm still recovering from 2021's Super Bowl where you went out to watch it at about 10am when it starts in Australia and you didn't make it home until the following afternoon. Did you did you survive Super Bowl 2022? Man, it, well, the hardest bit was getting through the chat with my pregnant wife after Super Bowl 2021, <laughs> and we did that. And we worked through it as a team. Occasionally you come home a cheeky 21 hours late to a pregnant woman and a toddler, and uh, if you ever oh find yourself God. doing that, be on the front foot. You've got to control the narrative. Don't let them talk first, otherwise it's all downhill. Uh, but we apologise, got it all sorted, and uh, this year I just stuck to a cheeky 15 schooners. So, all good. Not a problem. Sorted then. Le- <laughs> lesson learned. Yep. Tick that box off. Got home at 8pm. The kids were already in bed. That day? Yep, that day. Okay, good. And uh, I said, I'd like to think I beat my personal best by 16 hours. That's how <laughs> I put it. The narrative is strong with you, Nick. Well done on that. It's always good to just gradually improve as a person. That's all you're aiming for. <laughs> You're in Adelaide at the moment doing yep. your show, Classic Cody. And, uh, you know, you've had a second kid now, I guess. Is this a whole new experience or is it kind of just like, well, one's the same as five? Man, the thing is I started Breakfast Radio three months after my first son, who's yet to sleep through an entire night, is three and a half years oh. old. <laughs> I get caught in this trap of still like lying next to a cot and singing this old man on repeat. Like, it's, oh, wow. It's it's so lame. He's pretty good now because some of his friends at daycare have told him that they all sleep through. So now he's like he's trying. He doesn't want to feel like a loser. And my wife's oh. like, "Well, is that <laughs> good? Is that making him feel bad?" And I'm like, "I don't give a shit. If that, <laughs> stay asleep, man." Yeah, some of his friends at daycare should tell him to clean up after himself as well. <laughs> I'm the only one without a child at the moment, Nick. But it's good to you know learn the easy way rather than the hard way myself. So I'll just yeah. make a note of that. Um, start peer pressure around three years old. Is that probably best? <laughs> man. You know what? I wish I'd started earlier. (laughs) 
what do you do when you're on the road? I'm, I usually, especially when I'm in Adelaide, love the farmer's markets. I'm a big taste tester fan. Yeah. Um, that's I usually go through the central market getting myself some free cheese nibbles. Love what it. do you do when you got, your, you know, you're away from the fam and you're on tour? What's your sort of days look like? Well, it's still breakfast radio in the morning, gigs at night, so I will have a nap. But when I call my family on video, I change the background. Just have a look real busy. Um, I just have a – I've got like a, a JPEG of a lot of papers and shit in a big pile. So I just have that behind me. I go, it's nuts. I'm trying to write this best of show, you know, bits I've already done over the last five years. It's hectic. Such the organisation. Uh, Heggie and I, Luke Heggie, fellow comedian, ripper bloke, we always get like a two-bedroom apartment together. And I actually just stopped yesterday laughing from last year. We went to a gym a block away and it had a cold plunge pool and he said, I'll go in first and jumped in and almost passed away. He was shaking and screaming. <laughs> and now I stopped laughing on Sunday. Like it's almost <laughs> been a full year. Me and Matt went to a pool and Matt, you got in the, uh, the cold pool in Iceland in Reykjavik when we caught up over there. Yeah, I didn't. And I didn't want to get, I mean, in Europe, they do that whole just like very public nudity thing as well and like yeah. we have to like just get nude and start showering and stuff like that and I was like no nah, I'm not going to do that with Alex but uh, there needs to yeah. be some things that are not shared between us you know and I'm sure you and Luke Heggie are probably on the same boat <laughs> it does seem to be in those Scandinavian countries it's like well we've seen the mountains we've eaten some melted cheese do you just want to show us your dick in a sauna no not really I'm all right. I'll keep your swimmers on. Is there nothing else to do here? <laughs> yeah. It's always the coldest places as well where they get yeah. you nude up. Um, it is a best of show. Classic Cody, which is exciting. I mean, it's sort of weird though. You know, sometimes you do your classics and you realise after two years that life has changed, like... Mate, I'm I'm discovering that today, going through the old <laughs> sets, you know, six hours before the first show. And um, just hearing me talk about my wife being pregnant, and I wonder what to expect. And uh, <laughs> now I just had a 12-minute nap, and I'm like, that'll do, good to go. How funny is when you wake up, because people who don't know do the breakfast radio thing don't know that sometimes you'll wake up, because you have the nap in the arvo, then you've got to go do your night show. Yeah, but you'll wake up after your Arvo nap thinking that it's 5am yeah. and that you got to go to work. Have <laughs> you had those ones where you're just like oh. in panic mode? <laughs> <laughs> I just write notes on my arm like memento so I don't freak out. <laughs> it's daytime. <laughs> you meant to do this. Well, Nick, I hope it all goes well for you at the Rhino Room in Adelaide. If you are in Adelaide and you want to check out Nick Cody, 8th till the 12th of March, then you're at the Gold Coast last festival before hitting Canberra and the full run at Melbourne International Comedy Festival down at Max Watch, which will be awesome, Nick. Sydney Comedy Festival, Perth Comedy Festival, Brisbane Comedy Festival. You're doing the full round, man. It must be good to be um, allowed places. Yeah, I just like every weekend having my wife shake her head as I hop into an Uber and say, see ya, mates. <laughs> well, Nick, we'll let you get back and have a nap before your show tonight in Adelaide, but thanks again for uh, chatting to us today and we will talk to you very, very soon. Thanks, Heath. See you, guys. <laughs> Well, there you have it, another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you to Nick Cody as well for uh, jumping on the line. Hope you can check out his show when you can. He's going right around the country, so keep an eye peeled for that one. Absolutely. We'll have to um, 
I'll hit the sauna next time we're at maybe Melbourne International <laughs> Comedy Festival, Matt. We'll all jump in. But um, we'll organise that in the future. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. And we'll be back with a big Friday show for you tomorrow. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au. Listener.